is the Rental Income Podcast, where we talk to owners of rental properties and give you actionable tips and advice that will help you make more money while dealing with less hassle. And now your host, Dan Lane. I put together a list of seven things I wish I knew earlier about renting properties, and you can download your free copy. Just go to my website, freelandlordgift.com. On the show today, we have Allie Boone, and Allie was a aerospace engineer, and she woke up one day and decided that engineering wasn't her passion and it wasn't what she wanted to do anymore. So she quit her job, and she became a rental property owner. So Allie, was it really that simple? <laughs> um, well, I showed up on the first day of my job and decided that day. It was not The very first day. Wow. The very first day. Yeah, well, I had been a flight instructor where my office was this open sky, and it was this great, cool job, and then I suddenly was in a cubicle in business casual clothes, and I knew right then that it was not where I was going to want to be. I think what you're doing is really interesting, and we haven't talked about this much on the show, but you're buying turnkey properties that are ready to go, that someone has bought them, fixed them up, and they're ready to go. Yeah, pretty much. The turnkey rental properties, uh, the turnkey models that these guys, these companies uh, find the distressed properties. They rehab them completely. In some cases, depending on the market, they actually redevelop them. I mean, all brand new electrical plumbing. It's not just a cosmetic rehab. So it's to whatever degree rehab is necessary. And then they place tenants and they also have property managers set up through their company to manage the property for you. So essentially, that's where the name turnkey came from is the theory being that all you have to do is stick the key in the door and turn it. But honestly, I've never even owned a key to any of my properties. So I guess, wow. that, name's not, <laughs> I guess that name's not completely applicable. <laughs> um, but you do own the properties outright. Like, I mean, it's a normal purchase and it's in your name. And these guys are just kind of there doing the work for you. So all you really have to do is, you know, do your due diligence, of course. Like there's, you want to follow up and get things checked and property inspectors and stuff. But otherwise, you're just really kind of signing papers and letting them do all the work. You you don't go there to look at the property. You you're just looking at pictures and looking at the numbers, and then you're able to determine if this is a good deal or not. You can really do it any either way you want. Um, a lot of people feel completely fine buying sight unseen. A lot of other people do not feel comfortable with that thought at all. Um, the way I did it is when I bought my first turnkey property, I did fly out. And I met the turnkey company and I saw lots of houses and I picked out a house and it really, I, what I wasn't, I just wanted to get kind of familiar with this process. Like I didn't know like how good of rehabs it was going to be. I, I just didn't know that much about right. it. So I went once, got familiar, realized that the areas they were buying in were good. I mean, they're not like scary ghetto houses or anything. The rehabs are really nice. So once I was comfortable with the turnkey process as a whole, then the following properties I bought after that, I did not see before I bought them. I based it on pictures and all that. But that was once I trusted the process. So there's kind of really any any version of that you want to do. You can, I mean, I know a lot of people who have bought with never having seen any properties whatsoever. And then other people want to see every single property. So, and, you know, you can kind of go anywhere in the middle of that. So your properties, are they all like in the same neighborhood or the same general area? in suburbs of Atlanta right now. They're not in the same suburbs. They're probably anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes away from each other, but same uh, macro market being Atlanta. The company that they fixed the house up and they're, they're going to place the renter. Is the renter in there by the time you close on the house? Yes. Okay. Um, And this, 
if you're ever investigating turnkey deals, there are um, there's a few variations of it, but the properties that I work with, yes, tenants in there are a condition of closing because the whole theory being and what I want to promote to people is that you're making money on day one. So if you right. buy a property, we've had a couple of cases where somebody felt fine. Uh, they didn't want to wait for a tenant to get in the property before they closed. And we warned them saying, you know, you're not going to, I mean, it could be, I mean, what if it takes a couple months, you're not right. going to have any income, you might be paying on a mortgage, but some people are fine with that. But uh, the properties I work with specifically, uh, yes, the tenants are in as a condition of closing, but you will not find that necessarily with all turnkey companies. But in theory, that's how it should be. How is the turnkey company making their money? So I guess, are they also the property manager? So is is that kind of how they're yeah, making they money on the, it? The property management side of it, though, it's very, I mean, if anyone's familiar with property managers, uh, property management is really the low end of the financial totem pole of real estate. Uh, the margins, I mean, if you have a rental property and have a manager, you know, managers only make about 10% of your monthly rent uh, per month. So, I mean, that might be like a hundred bucks a month, which is not a lot of money. Right. Um, so the money, their, their profit doesn't come primarily from the property management company at all, where theirs comes from, essentially they're big time flippers. I mean, that's really what mm, they're doing is right. they're buying these properties and fixing them up and flipping them off to investors like me. And so it's kind of a, it's a, it's a little bit of a twist to the typical flipping model because normally if you flip, uh, you would buy, you know, this distressed property, fix it up and usually flip it to a primary homeowner. And in this case, they're flipping to investors, but um, a lot of people worry that they're making a huge amount of profit and they're really not per deal. The reason they do well is because they do everything in bulk. Um, they're, you know, the, the turnkey company or the turnkey business model, if you will, is really focused around the idea of buying them. First of all, they buy properties in bulk. Um, you know, they're big money buyers, so they get things a lot cheaper. Even one turnkey company I worked with one time, they were the number one customer of Home Depot in the state of Georgia. So <laughs> wow. they get... <laughs> So they get all of their materials way cheaper. Right. And then because they get everything so cheap, they can then sell the properties to investors cheap. I don't want to say cheaper, but less expensive um, versus if you were to go buy a house, you're going to pay probably more than they would because you're not buying a bulk. You're buying one. You're going to pay normal prices for materials and rehabbing and contractors and all that. And then, you know, so the margins are a little bit different for an individual, but that's how these turnkey guys really operate is on the theory on the premise of either you know, just bulk it's like shopping at costco versus at your neighborhood grocery store because when you buy more of one thing you get it all cheaper so that's a huge factor in the turnkey business sure. model but essentially they are flippers so they're really flippers in bulk versus like you an individual flipper or if a person's an individual flipper when they so do they come to you and say hey we've got this deal or do they just always have deals going on so that if you were to reach out to them and said, Hey, I'm looking to buy a house or do they have multiple houses that you could buy at any one time? Yeah, they'll always have multiples. Um, the guys I work with that we do, the turnkey companies that we work with will always have consistent inventory because it, you know, there's a lot of vetting and due diligence on our side that goes into qualifying these turnkey providers because not every turnkey provider out there is good. I mean, there's been horror stories in the past of turnkey companies that were scammers. I don't necessarily personally know any of the scamming ones, but there are some that are just not as good a quality. So 
we really exert a lot of effort and time into vetting these guys and making sure they're on their game and they're consistent and all that. So that time that we spend would not be worth it. I've had a lot of people approach me saying, Hey, we have this package of 50 turnkey properties of, you know, will you push it for us? And first of all, I, I don't really recommend, I don't refer really for anyone who I haven't personally bought through myself, but um, that aside, uh, you know, if it's a, if it's a limited supply of properties, that's not really going to help much because once that supply is gone, all that time and effort we spent uh, vetting them really kind of goes to waste. So we really primarily work with the guys who are going to keep inventory coming. I mean, there's probably yeah. of all the turnkey companies we work with, I'd say there's probably anywhere from one to 10 properties available at a time. I mean, they go pretty fast, but it's kind of a revolving inventory. Are you then buying them under market value or are you kind of buying it at market value? Market value even right now is really hard to determine. Even appraisal, the whole appraisal system has gone completely, completely really. So it's hard to determine exact market value, but from what we can determine, it's usually right around market value. Okay. Okay. And so then the value to you is you don't have to do anything. The house is ready to go. You've got the renter yeah. in there. Day one, you're getting paid. So yeah, it really frees you up. You just don't have to do any work. So it's perfect for anybody with a full-time job or family or, you know, just not work. What people don't realize about real estate investing, if you're flipping houses or landlording or whatever, you're working. Like it's not, right. there's a certain component to that. That's not an investment. All the money you're getting is at that point is no longer just an investment. You're getting compensated for working. Right. And that's fine if you want to do that and you have the time to do that and you acknowledge that that's what you're doing, but the, people don't understand that. And so, um, yeah, you free up your time. But there is one other thing that a lot of people don't even think of when it comes to the turnkeys is that you are paying a little bit more. And this is all assuming even that if you do it yourself, that it is going to cost less than having someone else do it, because that's not always the case. By the time you do it and hire contractors and spend all this time and all these lost months of vacancy and all those things, it may in fact not cost any less to do it yourself than buying a turnkey. But assuming a turnkey does cost more, the other thing you're getting with that is expertise. Like if I went to go try and rehab a house right now, I'd probably quicker drop a hammer on my forehead <laughs> than accomplish anything impressive right. because I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm smart. I could figure it out if I wanted to, but then placing tenants and landlording, all those things come with a certain level of expertise that's required to do it well. It's not necessarily hard work, but you have to know what you're doing. So not only are you getting this completely finished product and you have all the time in the world on your hands because somebody else is doing the work, you're also allowing experts to do it. And I mean, if you're an expert in doing all those things, that's great. Go do it. You'll, you know, you'll, that's great. I mean, sure. it's amazing, but most yeah. of us are not. Right. And if you're not an expert in all of those components, you are running a huge risk of your whole investment property just bombing out. So that's what just people don't realize comes with that is that you're, you're getting a huge amount of expertise behind everything that you doubtfully could give yourself. The, the, you mentioned that you get, um, you get the occasional calls from uh, about maintenance things. Uh, are the mm -hmm. tenants calling you directly or are they calling the property manager? Nope. They always call the property manager. The tenants never, they don't even know who I am. I, in fact, don't even really know who they are. I've known a couple of my tenants' names just 
either I was asking about their leases or something, who knows, but yeah, no, they always, the, everything goes through the property manager and it's actually safer for the owner, for tenants not to know who you are. A, they won't bother you. Right. And B, if something were to happen, they don't, they're not going to go after you directly and the property manager is not going to give them that information unless it's necessary. But yeah, and the maintenance calls, I mean, that's, Usually if it's a small maintenance item, they will, the property management, man manager, I can't even, <laughs> manager, but they, um, I mean, I don't get many calls from my manager, honestly, like very small fixes. They might just shoot me an email and say, Hey, the toilet bowl flapper was loose. We, we ran a guy over there. It's a couple bucks. Hope you don't care. Like, no, okay. Of I don't sure. Care. If right. it's a bigger item, they'll say, hey, we have something going on. Um, here's a couple options. But honestly, most of it happens even over email. The only time I really talk to my manager on the phone is if it's something just neither of us want to type that long about. Um, so, yeah, it's they're very kind of far and few between, and it's usually even email over phone. So l- let's talk numbers, if you don't mind. Can you yeah. tell me, like, in general, what what these houses cost and then what they rent for? There is, well, there's a whole spectrum. Um, I can give you two examples. Um, a couple market where I work with various markets, uh, two of them, I'm thinking of two that are on like complete fuller opposite extremes of what is offered because the turnkey properties, there's different types of properties. There's different benefits to different markets. There's different pros and cons. And, you know, some markets have multifamily, some only have single family. So there's kind of a, you know, it's wide array of them. Um, one, uh, in thinking of Philadelphia, Philly is probably one of the best sellers right now. And these houses are more urban row house. I mean, they're not in dangerous areas. They're C plus properties at worst, if not B or B minus or something. And they are, they're definitely the cash flow cows. I mean, they're great for cash flow. And you could buy a single family, one of these for 65000 and these are also fully redeveloped. So this is not cosmetic. This is, I mean, they're absolutely gutting these properties and rebuilding them from the inside out. And so that would be about 65000 I think the rent on that one is maybe nine fifty range. Okay, that's um, really good. The opposite end of that spectrum, uh, for example, would be Dallas. Uh, Dallas, the these are all single-family house. Oh, and Philly has multifamily too, but... Uh, Dallas, you can get a very nice single family home for, in a nice neighborhood for usually about somewhere between 120 and 170 ballpark. I think, I think I saw one this morning that's about 164 and I think it was running for about 1500. Okay. I I guess I got to ask you, is this, this isn't too good to be true, right? I mean, you're actually doing this, like you're actually buying these turnkey places, you're renting them out and you haven't had any problems, right? Everything is. Yeah. And I mean, you're definitely not the first person to ask that when I first got, when I first started hearing about turnkeys, that was my question. I was like, wait a minute, if this is so easy, why isn't everybody doing it? And I was like, there's gotta be, there has to be a catch. Like I, I don't right. understand why the whole world would not be jumping on this. And the more I've now been in turnkey world for, I guess about four years. So I've really, and I've been on both sides of it now. I own turnkey properties myself. So I've been a buyer. I'm now not officially a seller, but I work on the selling side of it. You know, I've, I know the ins and outs of these companies. I know kind of everything about the industry. And the reality is I would say the reason they are not too good to be true. Uh, I'm thinking this through as I think it's 
I, my guess is that it's twofold. Um, number one, a lot of people just don't want to give up the control. Like, mm. I don't know if it's more yeah. trust issues or control issues. Well, even more generically than that, not everybody is comfortable buying out of state. Sure. I mean, these are really, if you're going to buy locally, you might as well do the work yourself. But I even know people in the areas where turnkeys are available who buy turnkeys because I don't want to do any work whether I live next to it or not. But a lot of people don't want to buy out of state. So that rules out a chunk of people. Um, and then the more specific to that is a lot of people really don't want to let go of control. They don't trust the companies or they, um, you know, they just can't stomach the thought of not doing things themselves or who are these guys or so it's kind of a trust slash control issue. Um, but to almost respond to that, I can tell you 100% there is nothing about a turnkey property that you can't check up on and verify yourself. So, you know, if you are someone who is a little uh, lacking on the trust or, and for, and rightfully so, this is real estate investing we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's had its moments in time where for sure everyone should be cautious going into it, but you can for sure check up and verify everything um, told to you about a turnkey property. So, no worries on that one. And then the other thing is a lot of people just want to do it themselves. Like whether it be for the reason of control or they enjoy the work or a lot of people are just convinced that turnkeys are overpriced and they think they can do everything cheaper and they're not overpriced. I can guarantee you they're hardly ever priced over market. And now being on the inside, I can also tell you that the turnkey companies don't make as much profit per property as people are paranoid that they do. Um, so they really, it's it's structured really well. And to me, at least in my opinion, in my experience, it's not a ripoff at all. I mean, it's a really killer deal. And it, like I said earlier, that's assuming it even costs more to buy a turnkey once you do do all the work yourself. Right. Because it may not. And if you're, unless you're some, if you're an expert and you know how to do this stuff and you like doing it, absolutely, you should do it yourself. Like I wouldn't pay a turnkey provider if I could do all that and enjoyed it, but yeah, you know, it's so a lot of people just think they're more expensive or they think that they're missing out by not getting the experience. It's kind of like people who say that they should landlord properties so they understand the ins and outs before they ever hire a property manager. And I mean, I kind of see that argument, but at the same time, I'm not trying to perfect my skills in plumbing. I'm trying <laughs> to, I'd rather, I'm like, as a hands off investor, and if I want all my income to be passive, my skills need to be in managing those people who I've outsourced the work to. Right. There's nothing about, I don't know how to fix a toilet and I own multiple rental properties. So I don't personally see the need to have to know that, but a lot of people do. So there's just, there's so many reasons why people don't want turnkeys. And I mean, honestly, it's, I'm still in the minority of people in real estate. Like, most of almost everyone I know buying turnkeys are not currently in the real estate industry because those who are either think they can do it better or cheaper or they want to do it or whatever. And so really the people that are eating up the turnkeys are people in completely different industries from real estate because the reason they want to do something smart with their money and, but they don't really have time or the knowledge or the whatever. And that's where turnkeys come in handy because if you do have all that knowledge, why would you buy a turnkey? Right. So right. yeah, it's, it's definitely, it was, that was a huge question I asked in the beginning, but being in the industry, it's definitely not too good to be true. I mean, it's a great deal, but there's a lot of people who just want to do it otherwise sure, or sure. somehow otherwise. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to next uh, shift into the lightning round. Now, I'm going to ask okay. you five questions in 60 seconds. Now, 
we we've had a really bad track record of going over <laughs> the 60 seconds. So I, I want to ask you before we start, do you think you can do it in 60 seconds or do you want more time? You know, I, I want to do it in 60 seconds, A, because I want to be your first record setter. Well, we've actually, I think we've had two people do it. So you would be number three, but. Okay. Well, but, I'm down. I'm down. I want to be in the, I want to be in the crowd of, of winners folks on that. But it's also a personal challenge for me because I'm notorious for going on a ramble and getting excited about something. <laughs> so this is, um, you know, forget everyone listening. This is all about me. And I want to, I want to see if I can. You think, all right. Happen. All right. Well, let's, uh, let, let's do it. This is, uh, hopefully going to be number three. So let's give it a shot here. Now. Rental Income Podcast Lightning Round. Five rapid-fire questions and answers in 60 seconds. All right. The first question is, what's your favorite real estate book? Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. All right. Number two, the number one fear that I hear from people all the time on why they don't want to own a rental property is they don't want to get a call at 3 a.m. that a toilet's clogged. As a landlord, have you ever gotten this call? Absolutely not, because I always hire property managers to do the landlord for me. Number three, if you had a property that was sitting vacant for six months, you had a potential renter apply that had horrible credit and a spotty work history, would you rent to them or let the property sit? I would hands down let the property sit. I've had too many bad tenants that have cost me an absolute fortune. Bad tenants are the fastest way to lose money, so just sit tight and wait for a good one. If you could give one piece of advice to a new landlord, what would it be? Be very strict about the tenants you let in the property. Would you rent a property to your best friend? Absolutely not. Allie, we did it. Woo! All right. Congratulations. All right. <laughs> well, Allie, why don't you tell us where we can contact you if uh, we want some more information on uh, some turnkey rental properties. Definitely. Uh, my website, my company's website is www.hipsterinvestments.com. And if you're asking yourself, hipster, is that what she said? Yes, that is what I said. Um, uh, we had to make it some kind of fun, but <laughs> hipsterinvestments.com and my email is Allie, A-L-I, at hipsterinvestments.com. And uh, where else can you find me? Uh, I'm also one of the writers on Bigger Pockets. If anybody uh, follows that real estate investing website, I'm one of the blog authors. So you can also direct message me there. But yeah, the fastest way, honestly, is my email, Allie, A-L-I, at hipsterinvestments.com. Sounds good, Allie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. If this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe to the show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and RentalIncomePodcast.com. My name is Dan Lane. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Rental Income Podcast. I've put a lot of time, effort, and money into building my rental portfolio. It's something I'm very proud of, something I want to protect, and something I want to keep in my family for a long time. That's why I put together an estate plan. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage your own custom estate plan starting at just $199. Just go to trustandwill.com slash RIP and you'll get 10% off plus free document shipping. I thought about doing a will for a long time, but I thought it was going to be very complicated, confusing, and expensive, and I just kept putting it off. Luckily, I found trust and will, and the whole process could not have been easier. My wife and I sat down one Saturday morning over a cup of coffee. We went to trustandwill.com. 
They walked us through a series of questions, and at the end, we got our own state-specific and customized will for our needs. Trust and Will has made estate planning easy and accessible for everybody. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash RIP. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash RIP. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.